You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. Well, welcome, my friends, to the New Day of Hope broadcast with your host, Glennis and Helena Langley. We always tell you that this program is designed to empower you to restore hope and to transform lives through the teaching and preaching of the infallible Word of the Lord. Glory to God. We are excited to be on the air one more time. And it's always a joy coming to you week after week. So now would be a good time to call a neighbor, call a friend, and let them know that the New Day of Hope broadcast is on the air. Boy, today we have something great in store for you. My very own wife is going to share with us a powerful word, the power of a few words. And here is Sister Langley with a word for today. My husband just gave the topic and I repeated the power of a few words. And our scripture is coming from Luke chapter 23, beginning at verse 36 through 43. And it reads thus, And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrews. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the male factors which were hanged railed on him saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him saying, Dost not fear God? Seeing thou art in the same condemnation, and we indeed justly for receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man had done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Amen. So, we're talking about the power of a few words and words are indeed powerful. They can build up, encourage, and motivate. Words can also tear down, hurt, and cause horrible scar. It is said that the average person speaks at least 7,000 words a day. Words, we speak them, we write them, we even sing them. They are our main vessel of communication. And the words we speak affect our entire being, body, soul, and spirit. We experience the consequences of talking. The consequences are death and life. And words are powerful. That's why Proverbs say that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So we use words to accuse a person or even encourage a person. We use words to make people laugh or even make them cry. We use words to bring about healing or hurt. We use words to bless or even curse. And your words will bring you victory in your life or words will bring you defeat. So look at this. Businesses have used few words and they made millions. Don't leave home without it. 
American Express. Where's the beef? Eat more chicken. That's my favorite fast food restaurant. It melts in your mouth, not in your hands. A diamond is forever. KFC says it's finger licking good. And here are a few words that can even change your life. Guilty. Not guilty. You're pregnant. I love you. I do. All these words, they are very simple. They are few words, but yet they have significant impact in our lives. So our words can refresh and encourage someone that is discouraged and ready to give up and quit. And the words for encourage mean to put courage in the heart of another. So we have to encourage people with our words instead of tearing them down. The Bible is full of statement regarding words and their power. Notice Proverbs 6 and verse 2 says, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Proverbs 12, 13 says, An evil man is trapped by his sinful talk, but a righteous man escapes trouble. And verse 18 says, the tongue of the wise brings healing. And so we also see in Ecclesiastes 5 verse 3, it says, For a dream cometh through the multitude of business, and a fold voice is known by the multitude of words. And the New Living Translation says, Too much activity gives you restless dreams. Too many words make you a fool. I am not calling you fool. That's what the Bible say. When you speak multitude of words, you speak like a foolish person and you say things that you later on regret. So the text I just read to you, it was the power of a few words, just a few words, but they're all so powerful. The thief, he was about to die, but yet he is ridiculing Jesus. He said, if you are the king of the Jews, why don't you come down and save us? He had no regard for the Lord. But yet this other criminal, he knew that they were guilty of the crime that they had committed. And he turned to Jesus and he said, when thou comest into thy kingdom, remember me. And Jesus said unto him today, you will be with me in paradise. He didn't say tomorrow or next week, but today you will be with me in paradise. That thief, he was saved from his sin right there. Powerful words. And they had an impact on his life. I can also recall Joseph saying to Pharaoh's cupbearer while they were in prison. He said, when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. And Joseph was a type of Christ. So Joseph said to the, the cupbearer to remember me when you go before Pharaoh, because he had just interpreted a dream to the cupbearer that, that Pharaoh was going to restore him to his rightful position. We also see that in Genesis, God used words. Words created the world in which we live. And if you look in Genesis 1, all the way down from chapter 1 to probably verse 26, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, and God said, and on the sixth day, God said, let us make man in our image after our 
likeness. So God spoke few words and the world was created. Then we look in Psalms 29. Almost every verse begin with the voice of the Lord. Seven times it says the voice of the Lord, the power of God's voice as if it were a thunderstorm, the God of thunders over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The voice of the Lord causes the oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare. So everything we see here that God used word to create. Hebrews said that words have power to create when spoken with faith. By faith, we understand the world was framed by the word of God. The created world was made out of things not visible, not seen. It was framed, which means it was put together, put in order or arranged, make what ought to be. So our words also can refresh and encourage someone that is discouraged. And like I said, words can direct our lives or the lives of those we influence for good or for bad in powerful ways. James reminds us of the tremendous destructive potential of our words. He compares it to a forest fire in James 3, 5, and 6. He said, words also have power to delight. It focuses mainly on the negative potential of words, but he also hinted at the positive impact in verses 9 through 10. So most of our life is built around words. We are always texting, we text word, we write word, and words seem to be at the middle of everything we do. All relationships seem to be built around words. You know, in Judges 6, we have a young man by the name of Gideon. And the Bible says that Gideon was a coward. He was hiding from his enemies, but the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Gideon, you are a mighty man of valor. And by just those words, it gave Gideon courage, whereas Gideon became a great leader and was able to help the children fight the army and win the war. And so words are few, but yet they are so powerful. So that tells me we do not have to speak much words in order for it to be effective. See, we will never rise any higher in life than the words that comes out of our mouth. So we have to be careful about the words we use. You cannot say that you never will among to anything. You cannot say, well, I've always been this way. No, you have to change your way of thinking. You have to speak word of power, word that have promise, word that, that can impact your life. You can no longer speak defeat and expect to live in victory. You cannot talk about sickness all the time and expect to live in health. No, you got to speak words that have power because your words goes out and it works on whatever you say. You cannot talk poverty and expect to be wealthy because you are creating your own word with the word that you speak. You know, sometimes you say, oh, you make me sick. Oh, oh, I can't wait. I'm dying for a piece of cake. All these words, we have to be careful when we use 
these words because they go out to create our world. So we have to be very careful in what we say because our word determines our future and our faith. Because Matthew 12, 37 says, For by thy word thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. The New Living Translation put it this way, The words you say now reflect your faith. Either you will be justified by them or you will be condemned. So Jesus said that words have the power to set the course of our life. You cannot speak the enemy words of damnation or speak God's life-giving word. You got to choose how you speak. You got to choose one. You're either going to speak the way the enemy wants you to speak defeat or you're going to speak life that's a victorious living. So we got to be careful how we say our words. You cannot say, oh, I will never get out of this mess. I will never be happy. I will never break this addiction. Oh, my mate, he will never change. No, we got to pray God's word over our mate. We have to pray God's word over our children. Oh, my children, they will never be good because oh, they're bad kids. No, you got to speak life into your children because the word you say, like I said earlier, it goes out to perform because Proverbs said, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth because words hold us captive in life. Our own words can snare us. If you want things to change in your life, you must begin by changing the things that you are saying. You must learn to agree with God and speak words over your life because Amos 3 verse 3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? No. So you got to, if you want to walk with God, you must agree with what God is saying because we as believers, we say that we love God and we are walking in his way. So if we are walking in his ways and are doing the things that he tells us to do, we also got to speak his word and speak his word over our lives. Romans 8 37 says, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. You cannot go around with your head down all depressed and defeated when God say you are more than a conqueror. You must agree with God and you must speak this word into your life. You also got to delight yourself in the Lord and he said he will give you the desires of your heart. You can't go around and say, your dreams will never happen. You know, all of us have dreams, things we want to do, things we want to become. So you cannot say, well, oh, this will never happen. No, you got to speak it. Lord, I believe that this is what you will have me to do. I believe whatever you're praying, God, for you got to believe with all your heart that whatever you ask in his name, that he will do it. And so as we look in the scripture, we see few words that made a difference. We know the story of Lazarus. He was dead for four days and Jesus came and he said, Lazarus, come forth. We have the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus said, thy faith has made thee whole. We have the man who was lame. Jesus said, take up thy bed and walk. These are few words, but they, they were powerful. To the man with leprosy, Jesus said, be clean. To the man with the evil spirit, 
He said, be quiet, come out of him. To the deaf man, he said, be open. And the ears were open and his tongue loosed to the storm. Jesus was in a storm and he was sleeping. The Bible said he had his cushion, which means he had a pillow and he was fast asleep while the storm was going on and the disciples were all fearful and they woke him up and Jesus said, quiet, peace, be still. And the Bible says the wind obeyed him. Isn't that wonderful? Few words, but so powerful. We can adapt that also. We do not have to speak much words. Our words can be few and it can impact other people's life. God told Isaiah, he said, fear not. I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. If you are a child of God, he is saying the same thing to you today. He said, when thou passes through the waters, I will be with thee. He didn't say when you stay in or the water overflow you, cover you. No, he said when you pass through, just like David said, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. He said that when you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, thou shall not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, and I have loved thee. So God is saying to us, fear not, no matter what you're going through, he will bring you through. You are blessed. You are highly favored. These are powerful words, like I say, but they are few words, but yet so powerful. They impact lives and they can make a difference in all of us. And few words that change my life, it probably changed your life too. When he says, I am forgiven. I am a child of God. I am love. He said that I am the apple of his eyes. And to be the apple of someone's eyes is to be cherished by that person above all others. My husband probably said the same thing, that I am the apple of his eyes. He only have eyes for me. But Jesus is saying that he cherished me above everyone else even though all of us love him yet each one of us can personally say that he cherished me he loves me unconditionally so my friends joshua 3 5 says sanctify yourself for tomorrow the lord will do wonders among you so you need to position yourself to receive what god is about to do in your life you got to sanctify yourself, set yourself apart. God is about to do great things in your life. And remember that the words you speak today will impact your life tomorrow. God bless you. Amen and amen. What a powerful word. What a powerful word. That's why I hang out with people who can do better than I can. And I love that. That's a great word. The power of a few words. And right at this time, it would be wise for me to say, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts to be acceptable in the sight of the Lord. Amen and amen. My friends, you know, we never bring our broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to let Jesus come into your heart. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice 
and open the door. Jesus said, I'll come in, I will sup with him, and he with me. Salvation is of the Lord. The Bible says, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given amongst men, whereby we must be saved. But it's at the name of Jesus. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's able to save you. He's willing to save you. He's ready to save you. He's waiting to save you. The choice, my friends, is yours. All you have to do right now is to ask Jesus to come into your heart and into your life and save you. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible says, they will be saved. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for the words that we heard today. The power of a few words. How a, the few, a few words can transform our lives. Even as one would say, come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and save me. That's just a few words, but they are powerful words. So we pray that you'll speak to hearts today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So if this program has been a blessing to you, we would love to hear from you. You can email us newdayofhopeatlanta at gmail.com. So until then, let your heart go on singing. Until then, oh my friends, with joy you ought to carry on. Bye now. God bless you.